Good morning, good morning. Sunday morning, 7 o'clock. It only means the My Community Plan Foundation Hour. I'm your host, Reverend Mitchell Ali Kenna Johnson. And I'm your co-host, Adia Hayden. Good morning, Adia Hayden. How are you this morning? I'm doing super fantastic. The Philadelphia Eagles are moving on oh, in my the hunt to goodness. become world champions once again. Oh. I'm doing great. It's free serotonin. Oh, good night. Are we really going to have to hear this? Hear what? You know, when when the Chicago Bears are in, you know, we'll clap for them. Hold on. First of all, I'm a Dolph fan. Let's start with that. The only team to ever go undefeated in the history of the NFL from from preseason to the Super Bowl. Match that. What century was that? Match that. I, I just wanted to know, you know, was a, it, it, it was in a, a year that started with the two? In a year wherein we had multicultural participation in sports. <laughs> there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's where I'm going with that. Yes. Um, let's talk about some polls here. I got a poll that I like. I like this poll. <laughs> you know what? Find the numbers that work for you. Uh, listen, you know that's 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 called that's, uh, that's called. Um, oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Science. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I'll go with that. Get the data to match with your Get hypothesis. The data that 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 you're right and aligns with your ideology. What aligns with my ideology is. Uh, Mayor Lightfoot trails Chewy Garcia and Brandon Johnson in a new mayoral election survey citywide by the Block Club Chicago. They say, and I'm quoting, 25 percent of respondents said they vote for Garcia and 25 percent said they vote for Brandon Johnson. Only 11 percent said they vote for the mayor. You know, she doesn't seem to be doing well in any poll that I've seen. Um, There's another poll from Fox News, the local affiliate over here, that has Vallis with 26 points, Garcia 19, Brandon Johnson 12.2, and the mayor at 9.8. Well, let me just say that particular poll received criticism by professional pollsters who suggested in the Crane's Crane's op-ed that the survey's collection methods had massive flaws and respondents did not represent the city's population. Okay. Well, what I can, we both can agree on, is the current mayor is behind some folks in the race, and there are some different options ahead of her that, uh, you know, some folks would like to see in office. You know, it looks like, to some degree, Chicago mayor is the nation. Um, and, and here's what here's why. Personally, I think the mayor is a phenomenal individual. She has a long-standing history of being a champion for the underdog, going back to her years as a law student at the University of Chicago School of Law. But the challenge that I have is the people around her are refusing regularly to be held accountable for their missteps, and the missteps are many. Mm -hmm. Some of them even would say, Reverend Johnson, I don't know who you talked to before, but it wasn't me. And then I end up emailing them the email from the conversations, and then they they just get crickets. You, You prove to them, no, it was you. You're the same one that keeps doing the same thing. Wrong. But as long as you try to, to hide behind it and not acknowledge it, you're going to keep doing something wrong. And here we are now, a mayor that is arguably, arguably, historically a champion for the underdog trailing in the polls. In fact, um, I, I said this off camera, off camera, off the air, I'll say it again. You know, Cook County received about a billion dollars in uh, federal funds. And you may recall that the county board president, Tony Preckwinkle, and her commissioners held first informal meetings with Cook County residents and businesses around the county as to what the population thought these funds should be utilized for. MCP has members in the city of Chicago, member churches, member businesses, and they would call and say, Reverend Johnson, 
who do we call so we can opine on how the $2 billion might be utilized that the city received? And my retort was, call your alder person. Because remember, we called our, our county commissioners. Dennis Deere, Donna Miller, Stanley Moore, Bill Lowry. Those guys, Brandon Johnson, they all reached out intentionally. Not one member of MCP from the south side of the city to the north side to the west side responded with any success getting anyone of the Ottomans. And then the Ottomans said, Rev, I can't tell you what the mayor is doing because they're not talking to me. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Absolutely. And if we're going to talk about representing you know, your citizens well and collecting the voice of your citizens. It requires talking to people other than, you know, your top donors or, you know, big businesses. It requires talking to, you know, the aldermen who represent folks on the street. It requires talking to community group organizations um, to really work together to come up with the best plan of action for how to spend money, how to conduct government in general. Um, but what you're saying about having the right folks around you, I think there's a larger lesson there uh, that you can hold any position, you know, you as an individual. But once you get to a certain level, it's really about who you surround yourself with um, and the work that they do, because that's all a reflection of you. Um, as we're learning and observing from the President Biden situation, where oh <laughs> it's tagged to his name, you know, it is it was from his vice presidency. Um, but the reality is the people he surrounded himself with made mistakes. And I, I like that transition, you know, five, put papers where they should not go. And it's on him. It's the, his name. So. You can be as well-wishing of a person doing the good work yourself, but when you get to that higher level, um, the people who work for you and with you are a reflection of you. you know, it's interesting that you make that point, and I don't disagree with it at all. Um, but, but you, you know, one of the challenges I have, first let me say, I unequivocally respect and admire the, the job that Joe Biden has done. Um, Benita Parker, we saw that you just called. Uh, go ahead and call right back uh, again. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> go on and call again. We're looking for your call. We're looking for a guest. You know, we're here to chat. Uh, local Chicago politics, macro federal politics. Did you uh, say macro federal? You know, I, that's a term that I made, and here we are using it. Uh, and any other relevant topics to Gen Z and millennials, but we have music in the background. That tells you and I that it's time to take a station break. This is my Community Plan Foundation Hour. And we'll be right back after these messages. Starting a job search? In need of training to get new skills? Are you an employer looking for a great hire? The Chicago Cook Workforce Partnership can help. We're the umbrella organization for the largest publicly funded workforce development system in the nation, serving Chicago and Cook County. Our network consists of more than 90 community-based organizations that can offer you the assistance you need at no cost. Make the call. Dial 1-800-720-2515. Or visit shycookworks.org. Find the connection you need. YWCA Metropolitan Chicago has partnered with a global manufacturing company seeking to fill open positions in their south suburban location. No experience required. If interested, contact 773-902-8989. Email cvcf at ywcachicago.org. It all starts with one meal, one cup of fresh water, one generous person. Sakat Foundation of America puts humanity above all else, working to help as many people as possible with food security, emergency relief, education, and much more. From Chicago to Bridgeview, California to New York, Cambodia to Colombia, Sakat Foundation of America has been on the ground for nearly 20 years to provide immediate and sustainable aid 
so people in need can become self-reliant. Visit zakat.org for more information. That's Z-A-K-A-T dot org. Welcome back to the My Community Plan Foundation Hour. I'm your host, Reverend Mitchell L. Johnson. And I'm your co-host, Adia Hayden. I told you that my youngest child is thinking about going to Howard University. She wants Amazing. to be a bison. Amazing. You know, I heard they're giving out some, uh, some money to students who are doing well. So I'm um, sure your pockets might... You know, be excited about that. Let, as well. let me tell you, I am fortunate to have children that be knocking it out the park. My two youngest are doing their T H I N G. Do you hear me? Oh, if you hear me. <laughs> we all want a father as proud of us as Reverend Johnson. <laughs> listen, listen, we have on the line uh, a great friend of mine. She is the chairwoman of the Chicago Southland Chamber of Commerce. My dear friend and one of the fans in the crew. Um, say hello, if you will, to Bonita Parker. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for getting up bright and early on a Sunday morning. And I know you got um, guests and grand chilling and all that good stuff. So you accustomed to that, I'm thinking. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I am delighted. Thank you so much for inviting me to your show. Um, I am delighted to be here, and I am equally as delighted to um, talk about the exciting things that we have planned this year with the Chicago Southland Chamber of Commerce. You know, one of the things that we talk about on this program and regularly is um the, the value of chambers of commerce, generally speaking. So why not start with that in this program specifically? Uh, because, you know, my co-host, Adia Hayden over here is going to be wanting to know what's in it for Gen Z. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I am so glad you all asked. <laughs> so let's start with talking about why chambers of commerce. Why it's important. Yeah. So um, I guess the best way that I would describe it is there's absolutely no I in team. And when you think about a chamber of commerce, you think about a team of people. Um, I think that they're very important for every generation, largely because um, together everyone really does achieve more. When you are able to look someone in the eye because you're interacting with them at a, at a uh, networking event or because, you know, you've been on a board meeting um, with someone who does um, a line of business, produces a particular product, um, it, it just makes it so much more valuable when you are able to um, meet that person up front and close and, and personal um, because generally, overall, people do business with folks they know, like, and trust. And the goal um, that that I have certainly during my one year is to help businesses to grow. Many individuals, um, Reverend uh, Mitchell, just they don't understand that their network really does have a dotted line to their net worth. That is network, N-E-T-W-O-R-K, the folks you know, the folks you interact with, really determines what a person's net worth is, N-E-T-W-O-R-T-H. That is um, one of the big values of, of chambers. You get to know other people. You may find some resources that will help your business grow. You may find somebody who procures whatever you produce. Um, so it, it's just another opportunity for, for folks with my, like minds to come together. I did not know that having you on um, in your new role as chairwoman of the Chicago South and Chamber of Commerce would also include an English spelling lesson. But thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> now, an English spelling lesson accompanied with an important and critical life lesson. Um, and as we talk about networks and networking in this post-COVID, current COVID pandemic times, um, how do you foresee that affecting any of your programming and folks being able to get together? Well, certainly, 
as the, the rest of the world, we, we did make a pivot, um, certainly prior prior to COVID, and we learned how to take advantage of um, technology and, and still be able to kind of see each other and kind of get to know each other. But in this post-COVID um, world, we certainly had the opportunity to um you know, come back together in person very carefully. Um, and certainly even, you know, speaking of post-COVID um, pandemic, we, one of the big um, flagship programs that we had was, you know, the, helping small businesses understand the importance of and how to mm. uh, take advantage of many of the back-to-business grants. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm so happy that you use the term small businesses. Um, Historically, small businesses, as you know, have been the backbone of the economy in this country. You might not know it if you look at the news and you see the Walmarts and all the big boxes, but big boxes actually eat up small businesses, spit them out. And, and you know, I I just got to say this. My challenge with big boxes is people they employ generally still need public aid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a dad blame shame when you got Amazon getting tax breaks in Markham. When they, you know, the richest man in the world builds a factory in Markham, a poor school district, and they give that man a tax break. As if they don't know how their schools are funded. That's not why you're on the air, but I thought I had to go there for a quick second. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I'm not going to touch that with a ten foot pole. I, I will let you have that discussion. Uh, <laughs> you sound like you sound like Cook County Board President Tony Perkbrink when she's on the program and I go on a rant. She just sits back in her chair and says, "Okay, now that you're done, let's go on with the program." <laughs> that's right. That's right. On with the program. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did, did the engineer just agree? Lord have mercy. You know, the interesting thing about Chambers of Commerce is that they are chambers of business. They are chambers right. of business. And I'm, I'm so glad you're on the program for a multiplicity of reasons, the least of which is Adia Hayden's focus on this program is opportunities and resources for millennials and Generation Z. And I would dare suggest, Miss Hayden, that here in Miss Parker is a resource. Yeah, absolutely. And I was um, looking at your journey, Miss Parker, and you know all the different organizations that you're involved in outside of your day job. And so, if you could speak a little bit to your career journey and you know why you chose to get involved outside of you know just showing up and going to work every day, Reverend Jackson. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> So I have a very colorful background, and I am grateful to have had the opportunity to experience um, the broad variety of careers that I've had. But my uh, my career actually started in, in um, banking. Uh, I, I was um, I started off as a, a high school co op program back back in the day. Wow. I ate myself or date myself. They had a program called um, cooperative work uh, programs, and if you declared that you were interested in any aspect of business than um, the high school I attended, Morgan Park, um, they would um, match you up with a prospective employer and allow you to work. So that's how I got introduced into banking and it piqued my interest in finance and accounting and all that stuff. So subsequently, um, after um, after um, spending 14 years at Northern Trust, I was able to um use my energy and talents and rise to the position of second vice president. And I just had that itching to do more in the community. I wanted to make a difference. I felt like I had arrived and I thought that it was important for me to, um, try to reach back and pull up. So as a result, I decided, okay, I'm, I'm going to take a leap of faith and I'm going to, uh, leave banking and, uh, see what's happening in the community. So, um, for a brief moment, I started my own business. Um, it was a, a training uh, business called Skills for Life. Um, and, and shortly after that, I, I started documenting some of the, the behaviors and um, research that I had done um, during my banking years and some of the work I had done there. And I put together a um, 
I developed a family investment club. And I'll admit, part of that was also because I left my great job so early in life, all my siblings were kind of like, okay, she's going to hit the lottery. I don't even understand why. (laughs) 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 And so uh, I found that lending itself very nicely to uh, folks constantly saying, hey, give me a loan. So I'm like, you know what? Let me show you all how to manage money, how to build money, how to spend money. So I started an investment club um, that springboarded me into working with um, Salem Baptist Church, which is uh, one of the largest. It is the largest African-American church in the state of Illinois. I worked with um, Salem Baptist Church. We developed um, investment clubs across the entire church. We we had over 100 investment clubs with folks coming together in small groups, learning how to save money, how to put themselves on a budget, how to negotiate for the best possible rates with many of the major things we consume, such as homes and cars. Um, that was going very well. And, wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Are those investments, investment clubs still active? Some of them are. There are so many Sundays where I am at church and people would say, do you know I still have my investment club and we are just doing well and oh my goodness, the things we invested in and oh, people really learned how to manage their money. So, um, Wow. I am grateful uh, for the testimonies that I hear that, but on a bigger an, uh, on a bigger scale, um, I that was a great springboard for me to then begin working for um, one of our living icons, Reverend Jesse Lewis Jackson, because he observed what we were doing at Salem Baptist Church at the time. Well, it is still Salem Baptist Church. He observed what we were doing there and thought, you know what, we need to do this with churches across the country. So I became the national director of Reverend Jesse Lewis Jackson's program called 1000 Churches Connected. And at that point, I was able to go across the country showing churches how to set up investment ministries. And within that investment ministry is where you learned how to budget, you learned how to save, you learned how to negotiate for homes and cars, you learned the power and the utility of insurance policies, which I know is a sweet spot for you, uh, Reverend Mitchell Johnson. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. We taught them how to, um, you know, invest in insurance policies and why they were so so important. And then we also closed it out with, um, here's why you need an estate plan or a will or something to protect the assets. We've shown you how to grow um, so that any event something happens to you, your hard work goes exactly where you want it to go. So it was a glorious program, and um, many individuals don't know that there's so many passages of Scripture that really do tie into good financial stewardship. We, we talk about that parable of the talent, and uh, oftentimes people will take that quite literally where, you know, talent was, was money. Yeah. <laughs> In that particular uh, spiritual or, or scriptural reference. So, um, let me just go uh, ahead and jump on you real quick. We need a Parker. The music in the background tells us it's time to pay some bills. And being a chairwoman of a chamber of commerce, I mean business, mm-hmm. you understand we got to pay some bills. This is the My Community Plan Foundation Hour. And we'll be right back after this short station break. Are you looking for a new career? YWCA Metropolitan Chicago has partnered with a global manufacturing company seeking to fill several roles in their south suburban location. No experience required. They're seeking to fill the following positions. Assembly operator, automation technician, molding operator, quality inspector, setup technician, forklift driver, cycle counter, material handler. If interested, contact 773-902-8989. Email cvcf at ywcachicago.org. It all starts with one meal, one cup of fresh water, one generous person. Sakat Foundation of America puts humanity above all else, working to help as many people as possible with food security, emergency relief, education, and much more. From Chicago to Bridgeview, California to New York, Cambodia to Colombia, 
Sakat Foundation of America has been on the ground for nearly 20 years to provide immediate and sustainable aid so people in need can become self-reliant. Visit zakat.org for more information. That's Z-A-K-A-T dot org. Welcome back to the My Community Plan Foundation Hour. We have Miss Benita Parker of the Chicago Southland Chamber of Commerce. Um, and Miss Parker, you were speaking about reaching back um, and pulling others up after you felt as though you know you had arrived somewhat. Um, but well, I somewhat. <laughs> somewhat. Did she just say somewhat? It was just on the top first, of the world, looking down her on creation. First position in banking. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. But okay. Anita Parker is a superstar. She I ain't talking arrived. about running cars. Yes, we are here. <laughs> um, Ask anyone in the Chicago Southland yeah. community. I don't care whether they're a preacher or a pauper. They know Benita Parker. <laughs> you know it's well, true. Stop lying. I love lying. my community. I love my community. So um, I, I think you're right because I find a way to keep myself present, active, and involved. Um, in in my community, you know what so, they say: no one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. And I really do care about people. I care about people in every aspect of life, um, which is um, why I'll, I'll go ahead and round off the the discussion that we started um, uh, after I finished working in, in in with Rainbow Push Coalition with Reverend Jesse Jackson and starting uh, investment clubs across churches um, that were across the country. Um, I had the opportunity to work for the state treasurer for a while. I did a little bit in in uh, city uh, government uh, staffing. I, I was a chief of staff for Alderman Sandy Jackson at the time, um, and then my uh, career that career led me to where I am now with this economy. Uh, uh, and I do um, manage the. I'm responsible for government relations with ComEd. I will tell you that part of the reason that my career took a little bit of a, a, a pivot um, into uh, the public sector, at one point I really, really was passionate about and strongly considered running for office. And so I wanted to, the banker in me is a reasonable risk taker, and as such, um, I wanted to work with um, elected officials um, in advance of making a decision about being an elected official. And uh, when I tell you that is a difficult job, and I, you really got to have some serious tenacity. And um, right now, it has to be very difficult to, to be an elected official. There's so many things in our world that has changed. But back to there I go. I'm digressing now. Let me get back. To <laughs> well, I, I was just going to say, we, we know a couple of folk that are doing it and doing it and doing it well, from Congresswoman Robin Kelly to Cook County Commissioner Donna Miller. Look, Donna's, Donna's Monica, go Donna, go, is real stuff. Girlfriend be going and going and going and going and going like an ever-ready bunny. I, I guess it's Donna Hurt. She's an AKA, right? Listen to you. You are not going to get me tripped up. <laughs> I have got friends that cover the, the, the panelitic uh, conference. Oh, so well, look, I'm going to go ahead and just say happy Founders Day to the fine women of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated and my brothers over there at Kappa Alpha Psi, Joe Lewis Jr., brother man in the city. And the ladies of Delta Sigma Theta. Authority Incorporated. Well, you going out with? <laughs> look, look, look! You know I wear blue and white. Well, you know. <laughs> if you shout not giving shout outs to January, there's a couple of orgs that started in January. Just about all of them. Yes. The vast majority of them. There's some in December. It's, uh, which one? It's, uh, uh, Alpha Phi Alpha is December. But you know the prototype doesn't matter. <laughs> the originators? <laughs> the prototype. That is, we, we that's what out, a follower would we, say. We, 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 we find out where the mistakes were made. Anyway, um, <laughs> coming back to our conversation, though. Hey, listen, um, why, why are some reasons one would join a chamber of commerce? 
That is right. You want to expand your network. You want to be able to have strategic alliances um, with other businesses to go after bigger businesses and bigger money. Um, You want to be able to um, take advantage of the resources. When I tell you we have um, workshops and and classes and and speakers, almost at least multiple times a week, um, 52 weeks out of the year. So we are able to, um, because we are a collective body, we are able to um, certainly um, bring in the appropriate resources from uh, on every level um, to help small businesses grow. So instead of trying to figure everything out yourself, um, you have the opportunity to bounce ideas off other folks who may be in a similar situation or who may have traveled down the road that you're um, encroaching upon. So uh, I could just go on and on about the value of us coming together to, to get together to get ahead. Um, so being in, in the, the chamber um, just affords you an, an opportunity to, to see so many components of business management, business ownership, um, without having to necessarily experience um, or research everything yourself. Um, I think there is a passage of scripture, uh, Pastor, and you helped me out with that. Uh, it's somewhere in Proverbs, because that's my favorite book, so I, I can reference more scriptures out of uh, Proverbs. But, um, you know, there's a passage of scripture that says a wise man learns from others. Uh, Absolutely. Mistakes. Absolutely. <laughs> a wise man has many counsel. That's right. That's right. That's absolutely so, correct. Um, that's what we... Yeah, that's part of what we seek to do as a Chamber of Commerce, allow you to learn from the other wise women and men who um, have experienced what you may be going through looking for or don't even know to ask. You know, do you know that sometimes we don't know what we don't know? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And you're learning from, you know, the wise men and women who look like you in this space too which is i think really important um leads me to my next question which is you've worked in spaces with folks who don't look like you you know being working in predominantly white spaces um how do you navigate that and the mental your mental health in those situations showing up at work every day with you know the possible microaggressions or just you know the little digs folks say um that may take their toll on you yeah, well, first and foremost, um, I, I, I start every uh, one of my interactions viewing everyone as though they are, you know, they're, they're, they're my equal, they're my peer. They, they were, you know, God placed everyone on this green earth for a um, specific reason. So I go out the gate with the mindset of, you know, loving everyone as, as you know, I'm raised and, and was uh, reared to do. Um, so I, I think first and foremost, not going in with any preconceived notions. Um, I think secondly, um, just staying as closely aligned to to facts. And and then the third thing is um, doing all that I can to increase the sensitivity of of, uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion, to express why it is important to call it out if it's not being done, um, to to help uh, just really educate and, and share about our culture. I mentioned at the beginning of our discussion that very often people will do business with people they know, like, and trust. Um, you don't get to trust or like someone until you get to know them. Um, so I, 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 I would recommend or I suggest that, you know, folks, you just really spend time getting to know people. If you are in a position where you can um, have a, a teachable moment, take Every opportunity to do that. Every um, opportunity? You know, I got well, to teach folk all day, okay. every day? <laughs> well, most. Most, yes. <laughs> we absolutely, you know, George Frazier was one of my favorites when I, you know, first piqued my interest in um, business ownership. And um, he has so many wonderful um, books that he's written, and he's just a prolific speaker on um, the the success associated with networks. Um, and one of the things that he's always said or that really stuck with me was, um, you know, the work that needs to be done in our community must first be done by, by our community. 
And so if that means I have to spend a little extra time to share um, cultural sensitivity, then I will. If that means, um, you know, sometimes it goes back to people just, they, they just don't know. Um, you know, I can think of various, um, through my journey, you probably heard I've had, you know, five different careers and things like, um, but I can think of times where, you know, I've met people who had never really experienced other cultures other than what they saw on television, had never really physically shared a conference table or had the opportunity to interact with other cultures um, until their professional careers. And so we can't make the assumptions that everybody knows us, everybody knows our struggle, everybody knows why diversity, equity, and inclusion are important. So I I seize teachable moments and and, and share it. And uh, I guess the very last thing to put a, a, a period on it here is um, I, I I just really believe and, and, and move forward with, you know, God's going to open the right doors. He'll open doors no man can close and close doors no man can open. I'll do my part of being prepared and sharing information and uh, discussing uh, sensitivities and, and why uh, certain programs and whatever the question is, I, I try my best to answer it, and, and then I just keep operating in love. So that is a very long-winded answer to <laughs> well, how do I deal with other cultures? <laughs> the, the interesting thing, if I can jump in here, is as I listen to you respond to Adia's questions, um, every time we talk about a, a different plateau, I, I think about our journey together and how you have been absolutely a blessing, um, a wonderful friend to all the things that we try to accomplish, not just in, in Southland, but, but you know, just worldwide, literally. Um, every time I, I hear you talk, I, I think about what I know Chambers of Commerce are supposed to be about. That is opportunities to learn, grow, and connect. You're all, you've been doing that now for at least two decades, at least two decades, you've been connecting people, which allows them to learn and grow um, throughout not just Southern Cook County, but throughout your entire journey. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I just really believe in the power of people. You know, um, I, I once heard the story that, you know, individually, to, to draw an analogy here, individually, if we look at our businesses as, as straws, it can be a strong straw, a weak straw, a big straw, a small straw, a cute straw, ugly straw. It doesn't matter. Let's just talk about a straw. As a straw, I, I don't have no ugly, <laughs> ugly straws now. All my straws are eye candy. I'm just Use saying. Your creativity. It is Sunday morning. <laughs> I need, I, I need them to, to do right. <laughs> so individually, as a business, we may be a straw, but when all those straws come together, now you have the opportunity to weave a basket. Ooh. With that basket, you're able to collect and do. You oh just God. got a deer's attention. Did you hear that that excited um, utterance? I wouldn't go with just. I've been enthralled this entire time. Um, however, I also hear music creeping in. Um, and Uh-oh. so we Uh-oh. will be taking Uh-oh. another break. Yeah. Yep. yep, don't you know it. <laughs> um, we'll be taking another break. <laughs> when we come back, it'll be the action portion of the program. Uh, we are so confident that Chairwoman Benita Parker of the Ch- uh, Chicago Southland Chamber of Commerce will have action items for you. On the other side yeah. of the station break, this is the My Community Plan Foundation Hour. We'll be back after this short station break. YWCA Metropolitan Chicago has partnered with a global manufacturing company seeking to fill open positions in their south suburban location. No experience required. If interested, contact 773-902-8989. Email cvcf at ywcachicago.org. It all starts with one meal, one cup of fresh water, one generous person. Sakat Foundation of America puts humanity above all else, working to help as many people as possible with food security, emergency relief, education, and much more. From Chicago to Bridgeview, California to New York, Cambodia to Colombia, 
Sakat Foundation of America has been on the ground for nearly 20 years to provide immediate and sustainable aid so people in need can become self-reliant. Visit zakat.org for more information. That's Z-A-K-A-T dot org. Welcome back to the My Community Plan Foundation Hour. This is Adia Hayden. We are here talking with Chairwoman Benita Parker. Reverend Johnson's over there. You know, it's, it's going to be a great, it's going, we're going with a great show today. And listen, we want to welcome Benita Parker back to the program. Her first time on MCP Media. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I am so, I am just thrilled. And, and let me just park here parenthetically and say thank you so much, uh, Reverend Mitchell Johnson, for allowing me this opportunity to share your megaphone with you and um, have the, the lively discussion that we've had. Um, I appreciate both of you all. You're doing an amazing job. You keep up with the excellent work that God has entrusted your hands to as well. I, uh, I I often tell him, I'm like, if you could just share your vitamin pack with me. Just tell me. For those who... You'd be a straw in the basket. Watch out, watch out. And by the way, she'll be a beautiful straw in the basket. Nice and strong and consistent. Look, uh, for some reason, all of my... uh, uh, screens <laughs> just went dark. That's okay. It's the action section. So I do have a question um, to bring us here, which is we're talking about networking. We're talking about ne- networking to expand your net worth. Um, can you give us some tips for young professionals who are seeking to find a mentor, a mentor. So whether that's, you know, what to include in a cold email or semi-warm email, um, mm-hmm. what to say, how to approach someone in person. Um, what are your top mm-hmm. find a mentor tips? Okay. So um, I am so glad you brought that up because that is kind of what, what the chamber does as well. It helps small businesses learn how to grow um, by observing and having access to businesses that are bigger. So um, with, a, with a mentor, of course, you know, the, the main thing you're looking for when you're trying to identify a mentor is, um, is this business performing either in my industry and, and, and figured out a way to really be successful or, you know, is this particular business um, um, just really, really big and might have some strategies I can glean from. So ask yourself those questions. Go after um, whoever your targets are. And, and just be very honest. Hey, I... And, and let me tell you this, you can never go wrong with complimenting um, companies and, and CEOs and businesses and individuals for what they do well. So, you know, always good to, to maybe broach the topic with, you know, I really admire what you do. You do a great job with what you do. Here's, you know, my line of business. This is what I do. You know, I'd love to have coffee with you or breakfast or whatever um, so that I can learn a bit more about what you do. So it's probably best to start it kind of informal. And then after you validate what it is about what they do or their business uh, plan or trajectory, then from that point, you're able to, to now say, hey, you know, can, can I spend time with you routinely? As the mentee or the protege, one of the things that I try to really impress upon people is the importance of you taking the initiative and having thick skin because most successful people – are extraordinarily busy. And so you can't feel as though, oh, I reached out to them, they didn't call me back, so they must not want to be bothered. Okay, I quit. No, you become what I have, uh, God has allowed me to, to, to be very diligent with, and that is a pleasant pest. Lord have mercy. Pleasantly. Yes. No, Pleasantly I, I, them. I, I've got to say this. Um, in the African-American community, we do not take advantage of the African proverb, which says, if you want to go fast, go by yourself. If you want to go far, go with some other folk. And we, and we know that in the communities that are the healthiest, they lean on their chambers of commerce. 
They lean on them as it relates to growing small businesses in communities which pay taxes, buy houses, which pay property taxes, and then send their children to school so they can come back and and listen, it is what it is. If you're not growing your community intentionally, then you're part of the problem in that community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely right. Um, I agree with you on how to select a um, mentor um, company. We call it um, business-to-business mentoring. And so uh, we will offer workshops that will help hone some of those skills. Um, We also will uh, talk about the importance of your elected officials. So many people snooze on their elected officials. First of all, your local elected official, you need to talk to him before you even try to set up shop on him or her. I've been very corrected. Um, Before you, you even try to set up shop in their community. They have so many resources. They can tell you where some of the pitfalls are. Um, they can, in, in, if it's a new business, in, in some instances, they even have to approve it. And so many uh, new businesses get so excited about having business that they just, you know, want to jump, sign a lease and, and get going. You got to talk to that local elected official. Then you want to talk to your state rep, your your county rep. Um, you want to talk to every branch of government and share what you're doing, how you're doing it, because very often your uh, elected officials will also be able to point you to resources. They'll be able to tell you, oh, you know what? We offer funding for that. You know, do you have a proposal? Can you write up a proposal? So it's just, it's, it, we have a, a plethora of resources right at our fingertips for the folks that we go and exercise our right to vote for. So please take advantage of that. And we, we do offer workshops on, um, you know, how to work with elected officials and Oftentimes, there there are many of our guest speakers, so they can tell us the state of the the, the state, they can tell us the state of the county, the state of the city, etc. Um, so that that's um, some of the value you get out of uh, working with the chamber. Um, we also uh, this year in particular, because my motto is draw uh, driving small business growth um, and transformation. That's what I hope to accomplish in 2023 as the chairperson. So as such. Um, we will have a plethora of workshops to, to not only uh, talk about business-to-business mentoring and how to work with your local elected official, we'll also talk about um, government grants. You know, are they right for you? Um, is, is that something you want to endeavor upon? And if it is, we're going to show you how to get the money. Thank um, you. Thank you. Miss Parker, <laughs> yes, yes, you, yes. Are, you are sharing such great information, um, but I would love for you to just give us the information for the Chamber Chicago Southland Chamber of Commerce how can folks, you know, take a look at this calendar with all the great programs you're speaking about? Um, you all have a website, phone number, and that information, please. Yes, we absolutely do. And I'm so glad that you asked because it is important um, to, to join us. So um, the Chicago Southland Chamber of Commerce, and, and we really do um, hope that you are able um, to become a member. Um, our website is www.chicago.com. Southland Chamber of Commerce. I'm sorry, www.chicagosouthlandchamber.com. That is www.chicagosouthlandchamber.com. Um, if you would like to become a member, please look on that website. Everything that you would need to know um, in order to join, to see who some of our members are, um, to get all of our various contact information. All, all of that information is on our website. So I would invite and entreat folks to um, take a look at that. And um, 
we do have our annual board recognition and installation um, dinner coming up on February February the uh, 23rd at Idlewild Country Club. Um, I would love for you and, and Reverend Johnson and everyone in our listening audience to, to just join us. Come and meet some of these business owners in person. Um, hear more about what we are doing in 2023 to break records. Listen, uh, Lord willing, I don't care if the creek rise or not, I will have my face <laughs> in the place on February yes, 23rd. Yes. That's Idlewild Country Club. You know, that's where Congresswoman Kelly has her programs. And so you are in good company at Idlewild. So yes. look forward to seeing you there on the 23rd. It has been my pleasure and honor to have you on the program. If I if I was standing outside, I'd be banging the cymbals, telling everyone to clap your hands, stomp your feet. We got a new chairwoman in the seat. Thank you for joining us on yes, this thank, morning. Thank you so much. We learned a great deal. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. Please have me back again. We sure will. Look at her. But do, do us one favor. Um, Make sure we have the monthly calendar. Make sure we have the calendar. Okay. Yes. We, you know, we talked about um, this year. I know my co-host is just maniacal about opportunities for Gen Z millennials. And we're going to lean on you for some of that information, particularly in the Chicago Southland area. All right. Okay, you can count on it. <laughs> Thank you so very much. <laughs> Thank you. You all have a blessed, wonderful remainder of your day. It's you impossible too. not to. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Benita Parker. She's the new chairwoman of the Chicago Southland Chamber of Commerce. I'll tell you what, the woman talks like she walks around with an oxygen tank strapped to the back of her chest. I, you know, I think you identify with that feeling as well, perhaps. <laughs> are, you, um, are you trying to tell me I resemble that remark? He wrote the book. He wrote the book. <laughs> oh, she's still here. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she said goodbye. <laughs> I did. I did. That's, that's a hot <laughs> mic. That was great. <laughs> that was phenomenal. <laughs> that was great. That's the outro. That's a hot <laughs> mic. <laughs> Hey, listen, you know, one thing before we go out the air, um, we want to encourage all of you in Chicago um, to watch, look and listen to these candidates for mayor. We didn't talk about Willie Wilson, Rod Sawyer and those guys, because according to the block, um, they got five percent or less in the polls. Um, but be careful of these corporate stooges like Paul Vallis, who has FOP's endorsement. Hey, listen, Paul, I ain't mad at you, bro, but FOP is is cold, make America great again here in Chicagoland. They're the ones that get behind police officers shooting up people. So when you talk around, when you talk about uh, safety and police presence, you ain't talking about stuff good for people of color, and you ought to know better. The only ones who falsify police reports are your FOP peoples. So, yo, bro, have a seat. Go eat some meat. But get your behind off our Chicago land streets. Did I just say that? That one was good. Yes, continue to do your research. <laughs> read about the different options out there. Read about um, what everyone's take is on our public schools, on mental health. Um, there is more on the table than crime being an issue, although that is a huge issue here in the city of Chicago. Yes. Get out and vote. Research and then vote. This has been the My Community Plan Foundation Hour. I am Adia Hayden. Reverend Mitchell Elliott, Kenneth Johnson, wishing you a super fantastic and great for a week. <laughs>